Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 207. This is Brandon Shin, broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. Today, I went to my first baseball game ever, I think. I mean, I might have gone to a baseball game in the U.S. when I was younger, but don't remember. In any case, it was good. SoftBank Hawks is the Fukuoka team. They played against the Hokkaido Fighters, and they won 5-2. to two. And uh, I went with a acquaintance of mine, a co-worker at one of the schools that I teach English at, and his son. And uh, I was trying to get as much information about the rules and all that stuff during the game. And we talked about, you know, their hobbies and what, you know, getting to know each other. Because during school, we don't really have time to talk a lot. But when we do talk, it's... Uh, it's always interesting. This guy is this guy is an interesting character. He's 62, his son is 24, and uh, you know, obviously, he had the incentive to introduce me to his son because his son was studying English. But we ended up we spoke Japanese the whole time. I mean, I, it happens often, right? A lot of Japanese people uh, want to learn English, but they don't. They say that. But they don't show it through their actions, and especially if you speak Japanese, they just end. They just speak Japanese to you because I think a lot of people don't uh, want to feel the shame of making mistakes in English, and it's you know the communication is smooth in Japanese, so they have no incentive to even try. And uh, yeah, I I like it though because it, you know obviously I'm not here to speak English, you know, uh, I'm here to live in Japanese, meaning using the language daily, and these opportunities where people try to speak English to me, like, especially on the street or something, if you're just asking somebody something and, you know, they respond in really broken English because you're a foreigner and obviously you don't speak Japanese, and you speak back to them in Japanese, some people will, oh, wow, great, thanks, and then they converse with you in Japanese. Others will be stubborn and try to continue using English either because they want to learn or they just still haven't registered, mentally registered, that you, a foreigner, are speaking their language. And so they continue until then, until it finally reaches. But uh, a lot of other people are quite stubborn in the same way that I am that I continue to speak Japanese to people even if they respond to me in English, you know. Like sometimes I just pretend I didn't hear what they said or I don't understand what they're saying so that I can continue to first connect with them because it's not going to happen unless their English is really good. Of course, somebody, you know, if somebody's English is really good, I'm going to switch and speak to them, you know, whatever works best to communicate. But, you know, some people, most people can't have a conversation in English. And so I continue to use a language that provides the best opportunity to make a new connection. And that's what it's all about, man. It's about connections. That's why we're here. Meet new people. Shatter your expectations. Create new perspectives. Do all of that. And uh, I did that tonight at baseball game at this baseball game. So uh, I just wanted to let you know that you know I think uh, 
Japanese people's reputation is has been um, known worldwide, especially recently with the World Cup stadium cleaning, where they, after one of the games they cleaned up after themselves and took out all the trash and all that stuff, all that stuff, and people were very amazed at you know the Japanese people's care for uh, each other and the environment, what have you, and. Uh, yeah, lots of respect for that, and you could feel it in the stadium. People say, yes, let's have a good time together, but let's do it properly, and, you know, let's not uh, get too over, go overboard. And you, and I'm, I told them as well, my, I've never been to an American baseball game, but I've seen stuff on TV, and, you know, some people can get too drunk, get violent, like their team is winning. It's like a manifestation of war for people right it's sports people get really aggressive and it's not like that doesn't happen in japan either because i from what i concede baseball is pretty he is pretty big in japan but uh i think you know for example the uk let's take football in the uk uh you know people are literally attacking fans of the other team uh, especially when alcohol starts flowing. So I think uh, many people can take a lesson from how Japanese people enjoy their games. You can still get passionate and show your love for your team without battering somebody's brains in, you know. And uh, I felt that tonight. If people were having fun doing the chants and, you know, they had the balloons, they'd blow up for the lucky seventh seventh inning and let go the balloons, you know, to support the team. And uh, people just went on their, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, uh, we didn't stay until the, the end end. So they won and then there was a ceremony. Some players spoke and then there was something else, I think, but we left before that. And, you know, some people were leaving at that time, but who knows? Maybe there have been instances when, uh, you know, maybe a hometown team has lost and people have a riot or something. I don't know. But for the most part, my first impression is that, you know, the crowd was cheering, and but everybody's on the same page, you know. We're here to have fun, but we're not going to go crazy, crazy. And I like that. It's it's good. Some people might say it's kind of sterile because there's you, everything is expected, and I understand that as well. You know, there's some parts of Japanese society and living here in Japan that you just know what's going to happen when. And um, I think for me though, it's on the I'm on the opposite. It's boring for some people, but for me, I think I have enough chaos internally. As in, like, I don't really operate inside the box. So coming to a place where you're in the box and, you know, there are rules and stuff like that, I find it so much more relieving because I have a place to play in. So I can go in and outside of the box. But when I come back inside, I know that things will work. Uh, you know, there's, there's a pattern. There's patterns and it gives me more freedom almost. You know, some people say discipline creates freedom. 
You know, I used to think freedom was just doing whatever you wanted, but you can't if you don't have control of yourself. And Japan gives a strong foundation to, to at least for me, be creative uh, without chaos overtaking you. So you can, you can use the chaos of creativity, but still be stable. And that's not just financially or it's everything. That's emotionally, spiritually, you know, socially. I think it depends on your outlook, of course, and how you do things. It all comes down to basically how you discipline yourself. And for me, it's been, it's been quite uh, lucrative and in every way. And that's because I've, I've spent a lot of time working on myself. And I think... Uh, this baseball game was just another example of that. You know, people can have fun in the box, and then they go home. They the next day they go to work, they do their thing, and you know that foundation gives you. You know, you're gonna go to the game. You're gonna do the chants. You're gonna watch people. Um, uh, how do you say? Sing together and do the little dance thing and you know what's going to happen you just don't know who's going to win of course but uh that's that's the thing and that's what sports are in general right you know people are following rules it's controlled chaos whereas war is like people die and you don't know what's going to happen but sports are it's like a controlled version of that like you get to see a little bit of entropy happen, but nothing really affect, really destabilizes you. You get a little bit of anxiety, a controlled anxiety. In any case, uh, I like that. I think that's why I'm drawn to Japan is that, first of all, it's, uh, people are sensitive. They care about their culture and history. And food and health is important to a degree i mean of course there are people that work themselves to death and eat shitty food and all that stuff smoke themselves to death but in general i think those three things are major for me wow that was i just that was a that was just like a one one go this podcast episode uh just flowing out anyway um today is what the 11th it is 11 25 p.m and uh as always share the podcast with somebody that loves to hear about japan and maybe they like baseball copy that link paste it in your messenger app and bop, 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 whatever app you use and as always, if you want a free book about Japan and my daily experiences here, you can go to brandonchin.net. Type in your email address there and you get a free book. Thank you for listening. See you on the next episode or see you in your inbox where you get different types of stories. Goodbye.